How's it going, everybody? It's your boy, Levi, and this is Sports DNA, and I appreciate all the viewers that viewed my uh, episode last week, and I appreciate the support on my page, and I want to continue on giving y'all news about sports and just, you know, getting listeners and building my brand. All right, let's get to it, y'all. Uh, there's there's a debate going out there. Who's more important to the team, Kevin Durant or Stephen Curry? Who's more important to the Warriors? Uh, some people will say Stephen Curry. Some people will say Kevin Durant. Uh, I can argue the fact that it can it's Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant does so much stuff for this team, and he showed it. He showed it last year, and he also showing it this year. When uh, Stephen Curry was out, um, averaging, you know, 25.9 points a game, seven rebounds, eight-time All-Star. This eight-time All-Star has proved to us that he can do it all like a LeBron James. But not as good as LeBron James, but he can rebound. Kevin Durant can protect the rim. He's starting to show he can protect the rim. Steve Kerr is, you know, basically... Making him protect the rim because he, I mean, they like to run small ball, and that's how the Warriors run things. But uh, I feel uh, Steve Kerr's one of the best coaches of all time, in my opinion. In my opinion, how he makes that adjustment on the defensive side, and the Warriors are top ten in defense efficiency, top ten at least. I don't have it all in front of me right now, but I'm pretty sure they're top ten, top five, top five. But some will argue that Stephen Curry is more important to the Warriors due to his, you know, his penetration and how he gets other others involved and how his three-point shot is so deadly. It spaces out the floor for everybody else to either get to the lane or he penetrates and, you know, gets somebody open. But I was reading a stat. Uh, I was reading a stat that uh, Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry, how in the finals, how each other, how each other was uh, getting points off of each other. KD's points to Stephen Curry was only 42, and uh, Stephen Curry's getting shots for KD was 50 points, 52 points. So uh, that whole finals, that whole finals total. So when you look at that, you I can see why people says that Stephen Curry is more important to the Warriors. Even and they were winning before Kevin Durant came to the Warriors, but Kevin Durant gives them more of an edge. Gives them more of an edge on the uh, defensive side and the offensive side. So I mean that's a great piece for the Warriors. They're gonna be great for years. You call that the Great Dynasty? There it is. That is the Great Dynasty the Warriors are. Let's get into the next joint. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is finally coming back off the bench, finally. Now, I'm not saying he's a bench player, but I'm saying he's finally coming off the bench, as in he was injured. And uh, we're going to have to see how the Cavs adjust to Isaiah Thomas coming into the lineup. I mean, I don't know if they're going to put him in the lineup yet, but I haven't got the information. But the Cavs record without Isaiah Thomas is 24-12 in their third in the Eastern Conference. 
Um, you know, he's we got to see how you know LeBron and him coexist. Uh, the type of player that Isaiah Thomas is, he he's a ball dominant player when he was playing for the Celtics, and we're just gonna have to see how he uh you know develops his game with LeBron James. We're gonna have to just see how he changes his game because. LeBron James is going to have the ball. LeBron James is the point guard of this team. You're just going to be off ball. Waiting for the ball. Waiting for LeBron James. Unless LeBron James gives him the, gives him the torch. But I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but we're going to have to see. We're just going to have to see. Against the Trailblazers tomorrow. I can't wait to see that. I'm happy that he's back. I'm happy that... That, uh, you know, the people are giving LeBron James excuses for, you know, why, you know, his team been sucking lately. But there's no excuse. I mean, LeBron James is the greatest player on, on earth. He's the greatest player on earth. There's nobody better than LeBron James. But let's get on to the next subject. Chris Paul comes clutch after James Harden gets hurt versus the Lakers. That game was crazy I was getting hyped like I was I was into that game um Kyle Kuzma is probably one of the best rookies of this year uh he should get rookie of the year but I'm not sure because that kid from Utah man that kid Utah that kid from Utah is just he's nasty and he's proven that he belongs in this league, and so is Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma has been slept on in the draft, first round, first late pick in the draft. So, you know the Lakers, and also I like Josh Hart from Villanova. I like I like that pickup as also. He was also slept in, and this kid comes in and defends. He rebounds, and he can shoot the three ball pretty well. But back to the game. Um, James Harden left in early in the, I mean late in the fourth quarter, dropping 40 points. But and the game was the game was pretty much tied up at the end in the fourth quarter, and they went into two overtimes. Chris Paul dropped 15 points in those two overtimes, and a total of 28 points, closing out the Lakers, closing out those Lakers in the second overtime. Chris Paul. Hey, hey, Father Tom has not caught up with Chris Paul yet. And you should have, the play that he did to end the Lakers, uh, that game, uh, he had a little step back. He had a little step back on, um, couldn't remember, I think it was Josh Hart or what, the, whatever, but the defender fell back out of bounds. Chris Paul bullied him and ended the game. I mean, I, I'm a huge Lakers fan, but, uh, that, that hurt my heart, but at the same time, I'm happy to see the Rockets uh, cutting that losing streak because, you know, they, they got to get ready for the Warriors and the playoffs if they even go against them in the Western Conference. But, you know, the West, that's a, that's another subject for another topic later. That's that's for later. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty looking good. Let's get into the NCAA. Just a quick topic on the NCAA, um, what recently happened. With uh, Duke, they shake off the F uh, tough FSU, ninety three to hundred, with the ups upcoming superstar freshman Marvin Bagley the third. 
He scored 32 points in a season best 21 rebounds. Now, this kid is a freshman. This kid is a freshman doing damage, doing damage to teams. And currently, Duke is ranked third in the nation. And that's my team. I'm a huge Duke fan. Huge. And I'm hoping that they go to the tournament this year and win the whole thing. But that's a different topic for another time. Let's get into the NFL, y'all. Um, the topic for NFL is hiring and firing. There's, there's been a lot of coaches lately been getting fired and uh, coaches getting hired. But, I mean, mainly because the season's almost over. And half of these teams are the teams that are not in. I mean, they're not in the playoffs, you know. But let's get it started with the first one. John Cox was fired from the Bears after three years with the record being below 500 in a total of the three years. So I could see why they made that move. Because the Bears need a new start. I mean, they're they're struggling. They lost. Sorry, Jay Cutler. I'm not a big fan of Jay Cutler. Uh, but I mean, mainly because he shows inconsistent. He, he's, he can be a good player if he wanted to. He could be a good quarterback, but he showed flashes sometimes, and then he looks like he didn't want to be out there sometimes throughout his whole career. But, I mean, it's time for a new start for the uh, for the Bears. They got a new quarterback, uh, Trent Bisky. I like him. Um, hopefully, he has a good next season, good, a better season than he had this year. He was, you know, he's getting his feet wet, and, you know, that's fine. Um He's a rookie. So, our right, next coach, John Gruden, is the new next head coach for the Raiders. And we're trying to figure out, you know, how would that be a good fit for him? Um, I'll say because I mean, he'll be a good coach due to I mean he's been out for nine years, but like throughout the past, the quarterbacks he had, he had. Um, Dang, what's the coach? What's what's the player? He, he, oh yeah, he had Rich Gannon, a fro, a four-time Pro Bowler, and he had Brad Johnson and Jeff uh, Garcia, and those are pretty good quarterbacks. And he's good. He's pretty good with quarterbacks. And uh, Derek Carr is a pretty good quarterback, and I feel like he can uh, make him a better quarterback and get this Raiders team on the road. Um, I don't know what type of offense or defense he plays but that's a different topic for another time but the next coach I guess that's it um, for the NFL guys actually I'm about to wrap it up guys this is sports DNA I just hope that you enjoyed this episode and if you want to, you know, tweet me or something, you can tweet me at SportsDNA13 on Twitter or hit my Facebook up, SportsDNA. Uh, you know, like, I mean, I post quick updates and live sports. I mean, live scores and stuff like that. So, you know, I need to interact with my fans. I mean, not my fans. I have fans yet, but viewers in my audience. So I hope you guys have a happy New Year's. And achieve your goals and push forward. Have a good one, y'all.